Hi friend and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I'm your host, Erica Pizzo. I actually had an entirely different podcast planned for today, but I decided to just sit down and talk to you instead about caring for your mental health in times of tragedy. At the time of me recording this, our country has just experienced a mass shooting at an elementary school, and even just saying those words out loud is not the reality or the world I want to live in, and I'm sure you are feeling the same way. But I thought about the mission behind Temple Care and how one of my hopes and prayers throughout all of this is that I can teach you how to care for yourself and your mental health while bringing in Jesus to every area of your life. And this seemed like such a relevant topic and that's something that we need to talk about. And I want to help you process these things and help you think about um, how you can face tragedies um, because we're going to hear all kinds of things in the news. We're going to have things that happen in our own personal life. We're going to have all kinds of stuff that is thrown at us. And so I want you to have kind of a game plan for how to process these things with Jesus and how to bring it before him and how to care for your own mental health as you hear these tragedies and things. So first, I feel that it's so, so important for you to allow yourself the space to experience the full range of of emotions you are feeling, whether that is through journaling. Um, Sometimes people process emotions while they're exercising or talking with a friend. Um, Finding a safe place where you can start letting out some of those emotions and really crying out to God with how you feel about all of this. Um, Keeping your emotions hidden inside you uh, will not serve you or anyone around you. So it's best to find a safe space to process and deal with what is going on internally. I remember this week, um, I heard the news of the shooting in the afternoon, and at first I felt shock. I also had um, my kids home with me, so I was processing the shock of the news, and I was also trying to be a safe and strong place for them if they needed to talk about anything. Um, That night, I spent some time journaling with God after the kids had gone to bed, so I had um, some time to really be honest with him. I had to be open with him and tell him what I was truly feeling, and I don't hide it because I've learned through my relationship with God that he likes honesty, and so I tried to really come to him with how my raw feelings were, and I asked him some really hard questions like, you know, why did you allow this, God? Um, why is this the world we live in? Why do I have to raise my kids in this world? Um, I felt like safe enough to do that with him because I know my relationship with him is deep and it's open and honest. And at the end of the day, I know that I will come back to his goodness, but it's important to first at least process the raw emotions with him um, and let him know where you're really at. And that's how you build that deeper relationship with him instead of trying to hide how you're feeling. And we all know that he knows how we feel anyways. (laughs) So it's good to be honest with him and just let him know how you're really feeling. And then after having that night where I talked to the Lord, um, the morning came, the next morning, um, and that's when it really started to hit me 
Um, my emotions turned from shock to just like utter heartbreak. Um, and I could really um, like barely hold myself together as I was dropping my kids off to school. And as soon as they were out of the car, I just burst into tears. Um, and in the past, I might have actually tried to hold back these tears. I might have felt like I was weak if I cried about this. But I've learned so much about God's heart for me that I'm now able to cry and release those emotions instead of bottling them in. Uh, Romans 12, 15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. So I want to encourage you that it's perfectly normal if you feel like crying about all of this. You are not a weak person for crying. You are not weak for showing emotion. Emotion is pointing to something going on in your heart and God really wants to deal with that. He cares enough to deal with what's going on in your heart. And he doesn't want you to just sweep it under the rug and forget about it and try to push through and be strong because crying is a way that our body releases the emotions we're feeling. So let yourself cry. Um, the next point I want to share with you is to recognize that internal anxiety going on could actually be your body trying to process what just happened in the tragedy you were facing. So if you're going about your day and doing something very mundane that normally wouldn't bother you, but you feel anxiety like swelling up inside you, that could be your body trying to process and deal with the tragedy. What this looks like for me, or this week it looked like for me was, I was I had so much anxiety over my schedule about what I had to do that week. I felt like I was overbooked. I was racing from one thing to the next. I felt like I didn't have enough energy to expend on all the things I had on my plate. And as I drove around to each appointment or meeting, I felt anxiety just creeping in, like I couldn't handle what was on my schedule. Um, my breathing would get really short, and I felt my chest um, would kind of tighten. I had racing thoughts. All of this um, wouldn't necessarily happen on a normal week. It was my body's way of sending like signals and trying to get me to deal with what was going on inside. So as you face a tragedy, as you hear something on the news or something even going on right inside of your family, give your body and your mind space to think about and process these things before you go about the busyness of your day. So this could look like finding just a safe person to talk to, a safe space to write things out, a time to talk and pray and be with the Lord and allow yourself to process these things with him and before him. It's really about like creating moments of stillness in your day just to be with him so that you can process these things. And lastly, um, and this point might sound unimportant, but it's actually crucial for you and your mental health. Um, find like a small group of things that bring joy to your soul again. So take some time to like sit down and brainstorm. I did this. I went in the notes app of my phone and I just thought about like, what makes me happy? What makes you feel joyful? If you had like an hour all to yourself, what would you do with that time? Uh, what sparks like creativity in your heart? So my timeline in this week's tragedy was first I dealt with the shock of it. Then the next morning I processed the waves of sadness. I let out tears and I cried in front of God. And lastly, I put into motion some things that I know help spark that joy in my heart. 
So for me, that's reading, um, writing, getting out in the sun, um, prayer, meeting up with a friend who could encourage me. You guys, I met up with three different friends this week because I knew that my soul really needed it. And I was reminded of Galatians 6.2, which says, bear one another's burdens and thus fulfill the law of Christ. And so really God made us for community. He didn't want us to have to bear our burdens alone. The fact that you are dealing with emotions over the tragedy that just happened, it means that you need another sister in Christ to walk alongside you. You might need someone to bear the burden with you of what you're feeling and what you're processing. And I knew that God would speak through those friends to minister to the needs of my heart. And he absolutely did. So we can be that kind of friend to others when we feel like we're able to be in our emotional self. And also we can receive that friendship from others and let them know that we need a friend, that we need someone um, to process with and to encourage us. So feel free to reach out to someone. It could just be one person. Um, it could be a parent if you feel safe enough to process with a parent, but have it be someone that you feel safe around, that you feel like it's a no judgment zone, um, someone that you can um, process what you're feeling. Now, I'm going to warn you that in order to do these things that I've talked about, in order to like truly care for your mental health in a moment of crisis or tragedy, you are going to need to take some something off of your schedule to make space for this. And this is like super hard to do, I know, because I am like a list maker and I'd like to get everything done on the list. But believe it or not, there are actually things on your to-do list that don't need to be done this week. So you can make space for your mental health. And let God show you what's important on your list and maybe what is not so important. And he can help you if you ask for the Holy Spirit to kind of reveal to you what I really need to be doing this week and what I don't need to be doing this week and how you can make space for your mental health and for taking care of yourself. So that's what I have today, friends. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, uh, this has been just a really tragic week and uh, the emotions are so strong and so raw and so real. And Lord, I just have seen you show up for me this week. I've seen how you um, handled all of my questions about your character. And I'm sure that kind of hurt for me even to say those things to you. But Lord, you, um, you I know you can handle it because at the end of the day, I have a deep relationship with you where we can come back together. Um, even with all my questions and all the things that I'm processing and going through. I thank you, Lord, that you are a safe space. And I pray for everyone listening today that they can know that you are a safe space for them. Um, and I pray that you would also bring a brother or sister in the Lord to come alongside them to help them process what they're going through and to help them um, to have another safe space where they can bear one another's burdens and um, just receive that friendship from someone else and to process with someone else. Um, so Lord, I just am, am grateful for the women that you've put in my life to help me process. And Lord, I just pray for the sweet ones that are listening, that you would bring a special friend, um, someone to come alongside them to help them process things um, when they're in times of tragedy. And Lord, I pray that you will also just spark some creativity in our hearts this week. I know um, sadness can exist with joy at the same time. Um, that's how 
we live in this world. We hold both things, sadness and joy. So, Lord, I pray that you will show us something that will give us joy, even in the midst of the tragedies going on around us, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, friends, that is it for today. I hope this encouraged you. I know that this is a really hard thing to think and talk about, but um, I really want to give you, like I said, almost a game plan of when you hear things like this and um, how to process stuff like this. And so God is there for you. He's ready to help you make that game plan. And um, it's something that has tremendously helped my mental health. So I just wanted to share that with you. And I also wanted to remind you to go to um, yourtemplecare.com. That is where I do blog posts and uh, special content and things on there. So you can sign up for the email list. And every week I send out an email um, to kind of let you know what's going on with Temple Care every week. So please sign up for that because otherwise it's hard to keep everything in one place. But that is one thing I do every week is I let the email subscribers know what's going on every week in Temple Care. So also, if you could do me a huge, huge favor and just rate the podcast because that helps other women who are dealing with mental health struggles, anxiety, depression, helps them to see this, this podcast and it puts it in front of their eyes. So if you could do me a huge favor, rate the podcast that would make my day. So thank you, friends. I will see you next time.